Welcome back to Throwing Hands. It's just me today. Daniel Daniel has some uh, quarantine stuff going on with COVID. Uh, so it's it's been rough for him. So he's he's just getting rearranging stuff for his real job. So just me today. So uh, yeah, that's, it'll be fun. I had to close the door there. But all right, let's just kick it off. So we're, there's a couple uh, fights on the prelim. This is one of the best prelim cards I've seen in a hot minute. You know, you have Ronda Marcos versus... Uh, Con- Kanako Murata, she's coming in for the first time. Luis Smolka, Jose Quinones, uh, Alex Morono versus Reese McKee. Uh, he fought Chaos Williams. Chaos Williams beat him, and Chaos is uh, performing in the co-main. Uh, Ashley Yoder versus Miranda Granger. Uh, you know, Yoder trying to get back on track, and uh, Miranda Granger, she's she's seven and one. She's looking to uh, she's looking to make a name for herself here. Uh, but let's talk about this fight a little bit. Brendan Allen versus Sean Strickland. Uh, Sean Strickland, he, he fought fairly recently, I believe. Uh, yes, he fought against Marshman. Uh, that is correct. Uh, about two weeks ago, but hey, stepping in on short notice against Brendan Allen, whose opponent got sick last week with COVID. Uh, let's hope he gets better, but, uh, expect this to be a banger. I think this will be a really good fight. I think, but I think Brendan Allen will take it. Sean Strickland, you know, he's coming off a weight cut just two weeks prior, as is Brendan Allen. It'll be a good fight. This is a fight night candidate right here. But let's head over to the main card. Uh, one thing missing from the main card is uh, Julian Marquez's fight. His opponent got sick after the weight cut, so he couldn't do it. He still hasn't, he hasn't fought in 28 months, so I know he's itching to get back in there. He came on the podcast. But speaking of another guy who came on the podcast, Eric Anders versus Antonio Arroyo. This is a great matchup uh, Antonio Arroyo coming off, you know, he won on the contender series. He's, he, he's lost, he lost his last fight, but Eric, but Eric Anders is a little bit on the decline. He's getting into his older age. He came on the podcast, but he, he seems like he's doing better. So I think he'll do well in this fight. But when we talk about, uh, Eric Anders, you know, former Alabama football player, he has KO power. He has an MMA style. He, he doesn't really, uh, he leans towards striking more, but He's like he's he's a stereotypical football player who came into MMA. Uh, he's very strong and he's looking to get back on track over that Christoph Jocko uh, loss. But let's talk about Arroyo. This dude kicks like a mule. Uh, if you've seen his kicks, he he just puts you out. Uh, he's only had one head kick KO, but it, he kicks hard. He has a great submission game too. It's very sneaky and it's very technical. I, I love watching him fight. And he's also very diverse. Big challenge for Eric Anders. I think Eric Anders' best interest is to keep this on the feet. But Antonio Arroyo can bang on the feet, too. And if he decides to, he can take it to the ground. So I'm going to take Arroyo in this fight. Don't get me wrong. I love Eric Anders. But I don't think he has the, the, the skill level to match with Arroyo. All right. To two young women in this uh, in the UFC, Kay Hansen versus Corey McKenna. Corey McKenna, 
coming off a very impressive win in the contender series at just 21. I'm surprised Dana let her on at such a young age, but he must see something in her. And I trust Uncle Dana. Uh, she's 5-1 and one coming out of the United Kingdom, Scotland specifically, if I'm not mistaken, maybe Wales. I'm sorry, but I'm not, I'm not too uh, up on that. But when we talk about her, she has a – she's 21. She's somewhat diverse. She usually likes to stand in and bang with you. Um, she's gotten 40% of her wins by KO and 40% by decision. So she, she has like a 2 to 2 to 1 ratio when it comes to knockouts, decisions, and subs respectively. But let's talk about Kay Hansen here. She's very good coming off a very impressive debut win against Jin Yu Fry. Uh, she's a great wrestler, great jujitsu, great grappling. She's, she's top notch when it comes to that. And I think that's what will carry her in a UFC career. She's, 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 she's as good as it gets for a prospect her age in the women's division of the UFC. But yeah, she's, she's great. So we're going to talk about Keats here. Court McKenna's best interest is definitely keep the standing. I think she has to slow this pace down, pick her shots, be precise and I think she'll get this one over Kay Hansen if she does that. But I don't think Kay Hansen will allow that. She'll, I think she'll get this one to the ground immediately and just start working. She's very patient. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't rush. I think she'll get the job done. I think she'll get this one by submission. All righty, to the next bout of the, bout of the card, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan versus Chaos Williams. Abdul Razak Al-Hassan at uh, the Judo Thunder, and I think that applies very well to this guy. This guy will put you out uh, as quickly as anyone there is. If you look at his sure dog, if you look at his topology, um, it's literally just KO, KO, TKO, TKO. And he has what, two losses in there. But he, I, he, he hits... He hits like Mike Tyson. He he will put your lights out. Um, he's he's very aggressive and he sometimes leaves himself open, which I think will be a problem uh, going up against the Ox Fighter and Chaos Williams. Chaos Williams, great movement. He has power and precision. He he mixes in takedowns. Uh, he fakes takedowns to set up his shots. Excuse me, but he's he's. Williams is very good at what he does. He also has a submission on his record, so he has no problem going to the ground. But Abdul uh, Razak Al-Hassan, you know, he has that judo background, so he can compete on the ground too if he gets there. But, yeah, I mean, and then uh, Chaos Williams, he has, now these stats are not right, but uh, like I said, Al-Hassan leaves himself open. He absorbs four and a half strikes a minute. Uh, so he's not – and his – and Chaos Williams' takedown defense is 75% compared to Al-Hassan's 59%. So Chaos Williams might have the advantage on the ground there. So let's head to Keys. I think Abdul Razak Hassan, Al-Hassan has to slow himself down. He cannot leave himself open to somebody like Chaos, who's uh, as precise and powerful as he is. You can't do that. So I think what Chaos is, Chaos is going to have to do is obviously pick and choose his shots, mix in some takedowns, and I think you'll get this win by decision. Cass Williams by decision, but if he lets himself open just a little bit, Al-Hassan will knock him out cold. All right, to the main event of the evening, Paul Felder coming in on four days' notice or something like that, uh, going up against the guy, uh, uh, Walmart Freddie Mercury and Rafael Dos Anjos. Um, <laughs> I'm not too off there, I don't think, but... When we talk about Paul Felder, he's as exciting as it gets. He likes to stand in and bang. He's exciting. If you watch that Dan Hooker fight, that's a top five fight of the year, in my opinion. Um, 
I, fight of the year, in my opinion, is Hooker Poirier, by the way. See, Hooker just is a magnet for, uh, whatchamacallit, fights. Uh, fight, fight of the years, fight of the nights. But we're not talking about uh, Dan Hooker. We're talking about Paul Felder. Uh, the Irish Dragon, creative striking. He has great conditioning. Apparently, he's at his conditioning peak, according to the test that he took this week, because he's been swimming and biking. So it, it's really interesting. I'm just curious to see how this very quick, weight cut will affect him uh he he had to lose 14 pounds in a very very short amount of time so that'll be uh very interesting to see i want to talk about uh walmart freddie mercury and rafael dos Anjos. uh he's he's a legend you can't take that away from him diverse uh he has a black uh prajit and muay thai and he had i think he's a ooh, fourth degree uh black belt I almost knocked down my water bottle there a fourth degree black belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu so he can get it done anywhere. He hits hard. He's Muay Thai. Do you know a Muay Thai guy who doesn't hit hard? Let's be real here. But a diverse finishing ability, like I said. Uh, crafty submissions. Smart and experienced. And I think that experience at welterweight, you know, fighting bigger guys will help him propel himself back up to the top in the, in the lightweight division. So keys, I think Paul Felder is going to have to avoid the ground at all costs. Uh, with his conditioning, uh, I'm sure he's in great condition. But – being on the ground is tiring and tough. So I think Rafael Dos Anjos will have the advantage uh, when it comes to uh, uh, conditioning. And I think he can put it wherever he wants, but I think he's going to put it on the ground. I think he'll get this win by submission. So that'll do it for uh, the card uh, part of the show. Oh, Dante Mays versus Rock Martinez. That'll be a good fight. Yeah, this fight, this card, there's not too many big names, but if you look at these matchups, these are great matchups. You guys shouldn't be shouldn't have a problem with any of these matchups. It's going to be great. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, what fight got made? Oh, Rakic versus uh, Santos. Uh, first week of March, if I'm not mistaken, they're fighting. So that's that's something to look forward to. This uh, this has implic- this might have some implications. Uh, this might get Rakic's title shot. At, uh, Glover should get it anyway. But it's. There's not too much news, but that I'm excited for that fight. Oh, Overeem versus uh, Alexander Volkov. Uh, that could shake some things up. You know, if Overeem gets this win, he's he's right there for another title shot. So, you know, Overeem, he'll be 41, 40 by the time the next fight comes around. So, it's crazy, but he's he's peaking. I think his experience and his fight IQ is going up. He, he's, he knows what he's doing, guys. All right. So, you know what? That's a good place to stop. Uh, that'll do it for us here on uh, Throwing Hands. Uh, this, this, I know this was a quickie, but we had to get a, a preview. I forgot to upload the last preview. I mean, you got to give me a break in one in 80 episodes or whatnot. So I'd like to thank you guys for uh, tuning in, and we'll see you for an interview with uh, Danny, uh, Mr. Sapatello. Uh, he fought on the Contender Series on Tuesday the uh, 10th. So, yeah. He, he, cool interview. Great guy. I had a blast with him afterwards. But we'll see you guys next time.